0: Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rullo. It is Tuesday, March 28th. We're on to episode 67. Um joined, as always, because Eris no longer wants to record with us, by it. Victor Amoyo and Colbert. Victor, how are we doing today? Fantastic, man. You look fantastic. I'm oh, um, I'm really liking that shirt.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, that is a really nice shirt.
2: Yeah, shout out to my stylist. <laughs> uh, Callbird, how are we feeling show? today?
1: Oh, yeah. But I'm hanging in there. Nice. All right. nice. How about
0: yourself? Not too bad. Right. Your shirt's like, really nice, too.
1: Oh, thank you. I feel like we <laughs> never ask how you're doing.
0: Oh, I'm fine. good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great.
1: A little tired, but, eh,
0: you know, we've all been there. Shitty weather. Yeah. Yeah, I hate... The, oh, my God. I hate when it's gray. I hate when it's gray so much. It's just... Especially four or five days in a row, you just start getting sad and depressed. I mean, I live in a basement, so it's really not the worst thing in the world, but every time I step outside, it's just...
1: Blech. It's not much different.
0: Yeah, at least rain, at least rain. If it just be gray all day, is the worst. But we're not here to talk about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so you guys held down the fort last week for episode 66. That is on our YouTube page. Obviously, you can download it for SoundCloud and everything. So, um, tried a little bit of a different avenue. I like that. I like that. That was live with your camera, Vic. Uh, no, not live, live, but yeah, yeah straight was- up with the camera. Nice. Yeah, I like it. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah it Vietnam- good. Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah. Well, so it wasn't just uh, the recording. If you got it on SoundCloud, or if you didn't see it on Facebook Live or Instagram Live, which we are live on today, um, you can definitely catch that uh, on YouTube, Shine uh, Podcast. Yeah. Search Google us. We're there. I trust me. And we also put um, your playthrough for Horizon, which uh, Vic will be talking a little bit more later today. Uh, so we're uh, expanding into different territories on the online sphere. Um, yeah. Check us out. You can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know the deal.
1: We're on a lot of platforms. Yeah. I, I yes. just randomly Googled, Googled us and we're on other platforms I didn't even know about. Yeah, if you go
0: to like podcast.com. Yeah, that was one of it's them. It's like there's a couple of those and all of our stuff is there. I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. I didn't do this. <laughs> I don't know where they uploaded <laughs> from. Do- not me
0: yeah I google play we're on there as well um we're actually we're probably gonna wind up. we need to record a bumper for the end of the show you can find us on xyz but the most important thing is that everyone i'm gonna say it's at the beginning of the show as opposed to the end of the show um give us a five-star review all y'all we really appreciate it yeah. itunes definitely right from the pop right from the default podcast app mm-hmm. it's very easy google it it's the first thing that'll pop up too. everyone needs to google everything good god yeah <sighs> okay Spiel over. Vic, how are we doing? <laughs> I'm doing
2: great, man. Uh, no, just back on the scene. Uh, yesterday, I finished uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the uh, main quest. Ooh. Damn. Uh, yeah, so 42 hours in. Nice. Uh, yep, and it's it's a fantastic game, so I can give my complete thoughts on the game as a whole, non-spoilery.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try and... That's, that's probably... Well, hmm... Yeah, non-spoiler, please. Yeah, because
1: I, <laughs> I really need to get that game.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a it's an incredible game. It's uh, by Guerrilla Games, the developers of the Killzone series, mm-hmm. and uh, the game. It's a science fiction tale which takes place about a thousand years into the future, where humanity has been reduced to a primitive tribal state. Um, robots have taken over the world uh, over the course of a millennia, and um, you play as this young woman named Aloy. Who's, who's determined to figure out why these machines, as she goes around these, the, the world is populated with these uh, machines that take the form of animals. And uh, she hunts them down with her arrow, arrow and other uh, sorts of weaponry. And she has to figure out why these machines have uh, been undergone what she calls the derangement. They've all gone psycho and started attacking humans at a alarming rate. And then she tries to find out the mysterious her mysterious origins, why she came to be, and what so what's her purpose? And uh, the game is fantastic, like in in a sense of how it builds its world. Um, you see all the various societies as you as you move through this vast open world, which is full of diverse environments, from the uh, grassy plains to like these um, these rainforest areas to like these arid deserts and canyons and snow capped mountains. It's it's, Damn. it's it's just an incredible, incredibly gorgeous game, mm-hmm. and yeah, it is visually striking. Yeah, and it's it's definitely ha- it's definitely the uh, Zelda experience for the PS4 mm-hmm. because there's you can go just about anywhere. There's uh, dungeons or, or, or like these old these old uh, technological bunkers, which kind of represent um, like a futuristic version of like our locales. And there's like these uh, places called ca- cauldrons where these machines are actually built. And if you go into those cauldrons and explore them, you can actually uh, upgrade your staff to hack more machines, more animals, more mm-hmm. robots. And it's just fantastic. Like, um, not only the main quest, which is also pretty interesting, but also the side stories because there's many side quests that you, that you run into in the game. And that kind of helps build up the lore of the, of the universe and the characters, which is sometimes even more interesting than the main quest,
0: which is mm. saying something. That's nice. Yeah, because sometimes those side quests get boring and bogged down. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think that the, the combat is really unique in that like when you when you go up to these uh these robot creatures, you have to figure out how to uh, tackle them in a in a smart fashion. You can't sometimes you can't just go head up against them. Sometimes you have to like hide in the tall grass. You have to like whistle whistle at them so some so some of them can come at you and then you can hack them or stab them really quick mm-hmm. or like some of the bigger behemoth. Uh, uh, robots you have to use like this uh, rope caster which you can use to tie them down um, like with like multiple like bolts and when you tie them down you can actually stab them or like shoot off certain components uh, off them to kind of weaken them it's it's fascinating so like there's many ways you can tackle uh, uh, all the enemies of the, all the robots in the game um, so the game gives you a lot of latitude in how you can do that um, I I I think that what think perhaps like the biggest flaw I would say um, is um, the the human the human on human melee combat is a little bit clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, and that unlike Zelda, there's no lock on system. So if ah, oh, that,
0: that's a pain in the ass.
2: Yeah. So if an enemy comes at you, sometimes you have to like, adjust the camera, and then you have to hope that your hit <laughs> lands on them. Mm. Yeah,
1: that was uh, that was pretty frustrating um, during my plays.
2: But. Yeah. And plus, some of the humans are armored too, so that kind of makes it a little frustrating. So if they had a, like a lock-on uh, system in the game, that would have made that would have kind of rectified things. But that was just like a minor flaw. But other than that, like the game is just an amazing experience for, on a technical level, uh, storytelling. Um, it's a, it's a real complete game. Like if they if they came out with more DLC, I wouldn't mind. But the game as as is, is just you you definitely get your your money's worth. Mm-hmm. And I will say that uh, for those who are playing the game, um, do make sure you find all five or six, five or six power cells. Uh, if you find five or six power cells in the game, that'll give you the best armor in the game, which kind of, which definitely, which basically makes you invincible because <laughs> the, the 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 power armor that you find, uh, it re, the shield recharges after a few seconds, so you're pretty much invincible through the game. Hmm. Like once you get that armor, and it definitely helps out in the final missions.
0: Nice. Yeah. How would you compare it to a game like Witcher Three? Oh, that's a good question. Because, you know, it's open, side quests, mm-hmm. all that good stuff.
2: Yeah. I would say, like, fans of, fans of The Witcher 3 will definitely lo- uh, like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I think both – I would say, like, maybe The Witcher is a bit more interesting because it had two games that built that a yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Horizon's story is 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 pretty awesome. Like the stuff of like really interesting speculative science fiction. Mm-hmm. Like I won't get into any of the details, but as you, as it goes, it kind of, it kind of presents a lot of interesting ideas. Yeah, I like the way
0: that they they phrase it. It's the post post apocalypse. Yeah, it's like after the apocalypse happened. Yeah. Like it's already the apocalypse has happened. All that stuff, that terrible stuff, has been thousands of years after the apocalypse has happened. So yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. I do love my my sci fi, and it's, it takes place in Earth. Yeah on earth, I should say, uh, where, um, geography speaking, does it ever say, or is that like part of the story?
2: You know, it's interesting. It doesn't really say where specifically mm-hmm. it takes place because all the locales it could take place, it sounds like it could take place like maybe like somewhere in like the Middle East because there's some locales like that. Interesting. Some, that could have taken place in like the Southwest, like the can- Grand Canyons or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because there's so many environments at once, so it could take place just about anywhere. Hmm.
1: Yeah, That's cool. Now would you like consider it like a game of the year uh like contender?
2: Oh, absolutely. Definitely. That and Resident Evil seven. So
1: it's been it's only March. It's been a pretty good
2: year so far. Yeah. And we've still got more games to come. I don't know what else is coming out. Uh I forget.
0: Or for PS4. Yeah, for the oh, PS4. That, I'm not sure. I know yeah. that obviously Zelda's out. Mario's coming out later this year. That's gonna be towards the end of the year. That's Can that's there, a legit. Mass effect. Didn't yeah yeah andromeda yeah that just came out um yeah. but mario that's a fl- legit full-fledged mario game for the switch it's coming out in november so usually when they get like a baseline mario game it's pretty pretty good so we'll see how that one goes but that's not till november yeah probably the next time i play my switch <laughs> after i beat zelda
1: <laughs> I was say, you're already done with your switch <laughs> no
0: well after zelda i think mario kart looks good but that's uh, like a wii u remake um I don't know if I'll be playing that by myself. Um, but after, yeah, after Zelda, I don't know what the hell's coming out that I'm going to play after that. No, but it's
1: not Smash Brothers. Uh, Mario Kart. That's what I just said, Carl Bird. <laughs> no, I thought you meant like Mario, like a new Mario like world.
0: Oh, I just said Mario Kart.
2: No, there's a, there's <laughs> another Mario game. The, yeah, Carl. I guess I think Carl's referencing another Mario game. What you call the Bowser Pimp Simulator?
0: Oh yeah, when Bo- yeah, Super Mario Odyssey. That's coming out yeah. in November. That's the that is a baseline Mario, like a legit straight line Mario game. That's yeah, that's out, I what remember. I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but yes, there is a pimp Bowser <laughs> that is going to be <laughs> in that game. Bowser. He is dressed as a pimp mm-hmm. in the trailer. He throws his top hat like Oddjob. job. And it looks like it hits Mario. I can't remember. I can't tell. Mario throws his hat, too. So this is a hat-throwing game, I guess. Hmm. Yes, Pimp Bowser. That is Super Mario Odyssey. has November. Mario Kart, I believe, comes out next month. I think Eris is getting it, so he'll go tell us about it. He will. Um, And if he does, we have the Switch. We have two Switches. We have a couple controllers. We might be able to get some live play action in here. We'll see how that goes. Mm. Um, But for uh, Zelda, it'll probably take me a long time before I move on to the next game because Mm. I'm still playing that. Yeah. uh, I have to be at least at least twenty hours in, I would say. Ten to twenty hours. And I haven't wow. even beaten a dungeon yet. Mm. And there's four dungeons. So I've got wow. a long ways to go. <laughs> uh wow. I kinda just like 'cause all the sh- we talked about it before about all the shrine like little the little shrines, like mini dungeons. We have like puzzles and stuff. Some combat. Um but I kinda just been like wandering the land, just like finding those and like I get to somewhere where I can't really progress any further. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. And then like I Played for a couple hours the other night, and I said, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," and then I got sidetracked. Like I fell into like a canyon, yeah, and I had to like run. I tried to climb, and then it starts raining, and I can't climb out. I'm so freaking mad. Mm -hmm. So I teleport somewhere else to like because once you unlock a shrine, you can teleport back to it for like fast travel. So I teleport there, try to go around, and then I something else catches my attention. Mm -hmm. So that's happened to me numerous times in that game, and Mm -hmm. we'll continue to do so. It's still a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um. I'm really interested to see how the dungeon aspect is because I'm a big fan of the dungeons for Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like I, would, I would, and as I've talked about this before, I'm someone that if they didn't change Zelda at all, I would have still played it. I really didn't care that much. Um, but the changes are pretty wild. I'm really intrigued where this stands in my Zelda hierarchy once I finish, but mm-hmm. I'll give it a full playthrough before I do.
1: Okay, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Carl Bird, how you
0: been? What are you up to?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. this weekend was uh, our. It's not an annual, but our. Uh, Freddy Cup. Our boy Freddy had his little Freddy Cup tournament this weekend. Um well, it started off uh, I brought my my uh NES classic so we all got down on some on a couple of games and um a lot of us like took turns trying to play um Punch-Out. Oh Jesus. Oh god, it was hilarious. I don't know if any of you guys follow me on um Instagram or Facebook at MrBird1027. Mm-hmm. And we found a little something about um Max um uh, Max's trainer. Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks like he's giving him a little hint. <laughs> it looks like he's gonna go on my go on my social media. Content. I don't know if
0: I want to go on your social media you'll to call see, bird one see. zero two whatever your number was two seven two seven. Excuse me.
1: Oh,
2: you, <laughs> oh, you mean the 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 picture like in the versus screen where his trainer is like rubbing his shoulder and it looks like he's giving him a hand job? Yeah. Yeah, that's, come on, that's Juvenile. He's just rubbing
1: Bro, out I a I was knot. just like, wow, that was like, anybody really noticed that? It's
0: only 16 bits.
1: Carl, I don't know what to work
0: with. We had a good oh, laugh
1: at it. 8-bit. Yeah, that was 8-bit. Eight eight bit. Yeah, whatever. Sega, yeah, Sega Super <laughs> Nintendo was 16-bit. But anyways, uh, we had a good laugh at that. So then that's when we broke out into some Mortal Kombat. Aris actually came through with some Street Fighter. I'll admit, he held it down in the Street Fighter uh, tip. If you check our Insta stories... Uh, I Instagram so it a little bit. And ours um, versus Morris. Iris versus Iris. Jesus Christ. Oh my, God, my God. Carl Birdie having a stroke.
0: <laughs> Aris versus Carl. Carl
1: <laughs> Bur- Oh, you couldn't even remember your own name, <laughs> Carl Birdie. <laughs> Jesus what Christ, the- man. wrong with me? Oh, man. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. But yeah, it was me versus Iris. And um, I got my ass whooped. I will give it to Iris. He whooped my ass. Mm
0: hmm. I got, one round,
1: I got one round one on him, but...
0: Was he Guile? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's his favorite character. His boy,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah
0: so, okay. You
1: know. okay. Is
2: this a Street Fighter V?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they went on to play uh, Smash Brothers, which me, I'm not a Smash Brothers player, mm-hmm. and um, so we end up having another TV set up, and we got down on some Guilty Gear. Yeah, that game is fire.
3: <laughs> that game
1: was so dope and I was just like my first time playing it I was just beating everybody then Furman comes along beats me and that kind of eliminates me mm-hmm. and then we broke out with a classic which is going to inspire this week's uh, Codex Prime mix show once again we broke out with Def Jam Fight for New York <laughs> nice
2: <laughs> love that game
1: and I was once again I was going through them until we put a three on three and then eventually I end up ca- catching a loss but All in all, it was a good time. Great Mm. food, lots of beer, Mm. lots of cursing, (laughs) lots of fighting, and And then I caught some of the, and then seeing it's WrestleMania week, I uh, checked out the latest WWE 24 special. It's all about WrestleMania Monday, Mm -hmm. and you don't, I mean, you tend to forget that the Monday after WrestleMania is usually like the best Raw of the whole year. Mm-hmm. absolutely because it's not even most i mean sometimes you know you get your surprise like your surprise new signees coming out people get called up from the from the developmental to the main roster mm-hmm. uh certain title changes happen but most of all it's the fans in the audience that really like yeah. steal the show like i think it was last year like Jericho referenced the audience as and the crowd just kept chanting, "We are idiots." (laughs) Uh, One year, somebody just had a beach ball, and they just kept bouncing the beach ball around through the crowd. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the same thing the year before. Like there was just a big wave going around the arena. Mm -hmm. Like you just you really tend to forget how big the Monday after WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, you get all the uh, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people make a whole trip out of it, and then because uh, the Raw after WrestleMania is held in the same city or adjacent to whatever. uh, So a lot of people that. So you think about it, because they always say WrestleMania, it's, it's quiet because it's in a stadium and it loses all the sound, mm-hmm. but then you pick like 16,000 people out of those 60,000 who travel from around the world, you put them mm-hmm. into the little basketball stadium together, yes, they're going to be very loud.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember like the biggest pop I heard in the Raw after Mania was after WrestleMania 28 in 2012, when Dolph Ziggler... Ziggler cast in... in the money in the bank. Yeah. Yes. They, they mentioned that yeah. one too. That was the loudest pop I've heard on a modern Raw
0: episode since yeah. the yeah. Attitude Era. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. I think the year before that is when Brock Lesnar came back. That yeah, rock. was the year after. A year after? Was it?
2: I believe it. No, I think it was 2012. Yeah, because he came back. It was it was, it was it was at the end. It was the day yeah. after John Cena lost
0: to The Rock. Yeah. So WrestleMania 27. The year yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 27. Yeah. Wow, holy shit. That was already a long time ago. Damn. That yeah. was so long ago. Yeah, because it was after The Rock. It was after Rock Cena won. Yeah. The number one. Yeah. Um. Then Lesnar came back. That was pretty wild. And I remember I was like, I wasn't on Twitter then, but I was still, like, following stuff, and people were like,
1: oh, my God, I think Brock Lesnar's back.
0: I think he's back. He was back. He was totally back. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, then
1: I remember when Goldberg, like, made his debut, like, it was after a WrestleMania. I can't remember exactly which one, but that was even, that was.
0: Oh, yeah. That was also against, that was against The Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: He just comes, comes in, spears The Rock.
0: Yeah. That was it. That was pretty awesome. i trying to remember when that was. That was Hollywood Rock. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was yeah. Hollywood Rock. So, 19, it was after 19. Hmm. That's wild.
0: Mm. 90. Oh, when he beat Steve Austin. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Good times. Good times wrestling. I mean, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is a, a big week. It's interesting to see what they'll do tonight with SmackDown Live because it's now their go-home show as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, we'll talk about WrestleMania later. And 205
1: Live later on. I've That's right. Literally probably the only game mom show I'm, sure I'm going to really catch. I caught I caught this last hour Raw last night. Mm. Yeah. And then 205 Live tonight. Hmm.
0: Yeah. We'll,
2: we'll talk a bit more, bit more about uh, sure, our, sure. our WrestleMania stuff.
0: Um, one of the other things I did catch um, for this weekend, I actually put Zelda on the back burner a little bit and just caught up, not caught up, but watched a couple episodes of Iron Fist. <laughs> well, I get really tired. I'm like, I need to think for Zelda. I don't feel like thinking. so I'm just going to lay back and just watch Iron Fist uh, for the first four episodes. So I watched the first quarter of the show. And I've, or
1: how many episodes is it? 13. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so so okay, yeah, about, about third, first yeah, first quarter. Yeah, whatever. Um, that and Netflix, their shows are their Marvel shows. I've noticed they always do like sections of the season. So you see a few episodes, and then the next section starts, and they have like another section. I've just noticed like the way that they're structured.
1: Well, Marvel, so, got, Marvel kind of does that too, because I, because like I explained to you on the air, off the air. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done that, too, mm-hmm. with, um like, first part of season four was Ghost Rider, then the second part is um the LMDs, or like-model decoys, and then they're yeah. getting ready to go into their third one, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I,
0: with, yeah, with uh, Iron Fist, the first four episodes, they deal with him coming back, getting caught up in everything, and then those kind of storylines settle a little bit, and they mm-hmm. start, like, the first part of episode five is, like, has nothing it's just weird. It's the way that it starts with the, the woman carrying a briefcase and they're like you're setting up the next storylines. So like, oh this is a good place to end. Uh Iron Fist is, and you guys talked about it last week.
1: It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. First four episodes were weird. Now uh is it familiar?
0: Familiar? No, I don't know Iron Fist, like Rich at kid.
1: All. Yeah, that's that was my oh, thing. It's too. Arrow, yeah. Yeah. But it, like... I
0: feel like Arrow did it better. Yeah. The way Rich Kid coming back. But I guess Arrow was five, he was away for five years, and Iron Fist he was away for fifteen years, so it's a little bit different because people are like, "Oh, is it really you, Danny Rand? Is it really you?" Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's just, it's
1: weird. It's a little weird. It I picks mean, up. it does pick yeah, up. Yeah,
0: I've mm-hmm. heard it picks up. I've heard I was reading they have to like kind of treat it as a mystery show mm-hmm. for mysteries. Oh. Um, I like I'm so far I like the action. I think episode four, and that's another like, reason that I said it's kind of in parts. Like episode four has a really cool. Action scene um, that I really enjoyed, um, and I I've I've heard read some stuff about the action kind of uninspired, but I, I enjoy it. I think it's martial arts enough, and it kind of slows it down. So you, I just picture in my head like it going a lot faster, but they, yeah, slow, it, they well, slow it down for you us. Would the, you would
1: think you would think if it's a kung fu, it's a kung fu show, so you, sure. you would think like you know the action, all the martial arts, and all the fighting will be a little more faster paced, mm-hmm. which really isn't the case this time
0: around. Yeah, but I just I'm just like it's I feel like if if it went as fast as it should go we wouldn't even be able to see it so eh, yeah. whatever i'm i'm enjoying it so far um the, the guy that plays Danny Rand Finn yeah, Finn, Finn Jones. Jones Finn Jones yeah. not the best yeah. not the best does not really charismatic mm. as he's not as charismatic as Mike Coulter mm-hmm. or um Kristen Ritter yeah, Kristen yeah. Ritter. and Matt Murdoch, who's oh, Daredevil. Charlie Cox. Ch- yeah, yeah, Charlie Cox. Yeah, I feel like they all have like a, a certain air to them. Oh, and same with John John Bermanthal, Yeah, John Bernthal, of... Bermanthal, yeah. yeah, they all have like charisma to them. He just, I'm not like a, I don't. I'm. Not, I, I don't act. I'm not an actor, but I just. And I. But I. I know it when I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like watching the Oscars like you are, Vic. But I know mm-hmm. when it's, someone's like wooden and they're kind of like, eh. like I feel like he said something, and I was like, I feel like I would laugh if someone else delivered that line, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Because it wasn't that great, mm-hmm. um, but he try. He's trying his best. He's trying his best. Yeah. Um, all the uh, the the whitewashing stuff I mentioned briefly in the chat. Well, first of all, it's a white character. Yeah, yes. is. He has so, a lot
1: of people actually had problems with that. Yeah. Like, like he's white. He's yeah. a white character.
0: Like, I'm like, sorry what? that he goes and like is better at kung fu than Asian people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the way it is, people. That's how the 70s were, or whenever they <laughs> yeah. wrote that. Um, but I feel like, I don't know why Marvel just didn't cast a half-Asian, half-white dude. I'm sure they're out there well, just to shut people up. Make his dad white and his mom Asian. There you go. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have done
2: that, but I think, like, because Iron Fist originated in, in the 70s, that's when yeah. you had, like, popular shows like Kung Fu yeah. with David Carradine yeah. at the time. Yeah, 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 Kind of inspired by that. And, and it's the same
1: Norse. Same when, um, I think it was inspired by um, Kung Fu's... Uh, d- yeah. Oh yeah, it was, it was huge back then.
0: It's the same reason yeah. why Luke Cage was made when he was because black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know those are big back then. So oh, he yeah. he came in. Um, yeah, I I also feel like I'm not sure if I, Iron Fist deserves. Well, I'm glad he's doing his own show. Like I like when they bring in C-list guys and kind of build them up and make them more well known. I mean Iron Man was a B-list hero. Look at him now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he'll play off a lot better against with the other heroes. Yeah. I feel like he. Yeah. 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 So I'm waiting for them to explain kind of his powers a bit more and go more in depth into that treating it as like a mystery. Yeah, but yeah, so that, that that'd be cool. And I think he'll play off really well with the defenders, hopefully. But nice. so far so good. I'll keep the thoughts coming. No spoilers. Yeah. I enjoy it. Cool. I wasn't looking okay. for I didn't binge it the entire weekend like I did all the Marvel shows so far. But Yeah.
1: I actually yeah, I did that. You sure did mm. Carl
0: Bird. We'll <laughs> we'll get into it full once uh Vic gets around to watching it and, and I know Air Swan's is watching it too. I think mm. he's on like episode six or something.
1: Yeah. So we'll get
0: up on that. That's all I had.
2: Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right, that's what's up. So I'll I'll get to it at some point. Um, hopefully, the next month. You know, you got to give me that latitude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I still have to finish it myself. So yeah,
2: uh, we got give me two um, weeks. <laughs> all right, I'll get I'll get I'll, I'll get on that. Uh, got some uh, news and items of interest. Uh, first up, a couple of new trailers. Uh, first off, is the uh, official Justice League trailer. Okay, dropped.
1: yeah, I I, I want to get in. We got to get in on this one. This yeah.
2: What, 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 what y'all thought,
1: Carl? I know you, you're, you're itching to say some things about it. I've seen this shit before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they just rety- recycle some old shit that they just put in. Just say, okay, let's throw it in. Hopefully nobody will notice. We mm. noticed. Mm. I'm like, yes. The Flash caught the Battering. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen that before.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Aquaman brings a drunk guy, a drunk beat up guy in. And that's it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a trident. He has a fork. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oof. uh, Well,
1: come on, DC guy. <laughs>
0: you see, if I like close my eyes and I was like, I wonder what they're gonna do with the trailer, and then I open them up and then like wrote a storyboard for it. That's what it would have been because that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. They do the most basic shit ever. Yeah, and it's really dark.
1: No. That I wanted it. I was hoping for Victor to just you go know into what? that one.
2: I, I got to say, man, Zack Snyder, I am so tired of his uh, t- tired wannabe uh, art house aesthetic. Turn the light <laughs> on. For f- for God's sakes, man. I mean, with a multi-million dollar production, you can't afford a lighting kit. <laughs> the funny thing uh. is,
0: like Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, her mm-hmm. incarnation of Wonder Woman, her suit is red, white, and blue. Yeah, and gold. And go- Yeah, yeah. But you can't fucking tell. <laughs> you can't tell. It literally looks brown. It, yes. It just looks yeah. brown. <laughs> Going back to the very first picture of her ever being posted with like her sword, it looks like
1: brown because mm-hmm. you cannot tell.
0: Yeah. And, uh, 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 oh, my God. And
1: Thank you, Jen. She says she agrees. Yeah. Um,
0: I,
2: I got to say, like, Zack Snyder, um, I, as a filmmaker, like, he, he's a, he's, he's good. He's very competent, very creative, I'd say, at at visuals. Mm. But in terms of storytelling, it's clear that he has such a contempt for all of the characters in the DCEU. Like, I am so tired of his Ayn Randian take of Superman. Instead of being the inspirational man of tomorrow, he's like this, oh, you must fear me because all of you mortals... I bow down to my might. I can fry with my laser vision. They, oh, thanks, Superman.
0: They keep comparing him to Jesus. He was created by Jewish dudes. <laughs> he was created by two Jewish dudes.
3: Yeah,
2: see, never never forget that Superman was Jewish, not Christian. He died <laughs> for your sins. That's oh, right. Man. Oh wait, that, that was Jesus. Anyway. And then you it's have true. and then you have Batman who Ben Affleck. I mean, bless him. Ben Affleck says <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Affleck <laughs> he's is He's going just, through he's going through a lot with them right now. He is like oh. Affleck could be an excellent Batman, but he's just shackled by this bad material. And the, and like and like the Flash asks him, "Oh, what's your superpower?" "I'm rich." Okay. The way to Yeah. Way to sympathize. I uh, feel like
0: I saw that joke on Reddit like 15 years ago. Like what's his, what's Batman's superpower? He has a lot of money. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand they're trying to add a little bit of levity to it, mm-hmm. but um so so Ray Fisher, Cyborg, yeah, also looks like a.
1: Did you see when he covers oh. his when he's flying, and he covers his face, mm. and it looks like Iron Man? No, I did <laughs>
0: not see that.
2: Kind of does actually. Like I was thinking, like <laughs> either a cross between Iron Man and the the Vulture from Spider
0: Man Homecoming. Yes. Well, the, the interesting yeah. the interesting thing about this is that this Justice League also, which doesn't include fucking Green Lantern. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, Green Lantern is a... I'm pretty sure is a founding member of the Justice League. Maybe yeah. even the Justice Society of America, like the precursor. I'm, mm-hmm.
1: I'm so mad. Like, John, our resident DC fanboy, John Uponit, mm. is not listening right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: sure we'll get an email on his thoughts. I'd love to hear his take on this. I just... Yeah. So, so... This uh, Justice League incarnation, I believe, is based off of the New 52, which... Mm. Inclu- which added Cyborg mm-hmm. for a little bit of flavor. Yeah. Because he was always a Teen Titan. He was never... Yeah, like,
1: what mm-hmm. Teen Titan? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which is what I know him from, and I love the Teen Titan cartoons from back in the day in Cartoon Network. Um, he So just seeing him there is weird, because he was, he was not really just... The, the New 52 started in 2011, so you're going off the base off of like five years. And you know yeah. what DC did because it was so unpopular? They rebooted the New 52 into <laughs> Rebirth! Because people said that the New 52 was too grim and dark and dumb, so they made Mm -hmm. it brighter and better, and they brought back Wally West, Mm -hmm. Um, who's my Flash, because people remember Barry Allen Flash died in 1986 with the Crisis on Infinite Earths, Mm -hmm. and he was dead for like 20 years. He was like a superhero that actually stayed dead for a long time, and Wally West, all through the 90s, was Flash, and he was Flash in the Justice League cartoon. That's Wally West. That's not Barry Allen, who's now like the new, you know, obviously he's in the TV show. But like that Barry Allen, if you watch that show, I have feelings for that Barry Barry Allen. I don't I could give two shits about this Flash Barry Allen. I don't even <laughs> know what this guy is. Oh, Ezra Miller? Yeah. It's yeah. like it's movie number 3 or 4 in your extended universe and you're already doing the alien invasion? Like Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, and like and I, and I, and I'm glad you brought the alien invasion because I have no idea what the storyline is about. Like mm. who are these aliens? Are they part of like dark sides? Yeah, dark sides
0: right? like his minions or the the parody demons that's okay. that's what Aquaman's flying at hmm. um but it's like I don't even well for I don't even like know like Aquaman like I have I don't I, I don't know I have like <laughs> no, no feelings towards it, any nah. of these I really don't and I no I, we
1: know ne- we know because like I said last week we did not we don't have a relationship with any of them, right especially mm-hmm. in the DCEU EU. yeah whereas Marvel we had a we had Thor Captain America Iron Man we got yeah. those movies mm-hmm. we build a relationship with them. And then the Justice League, they win Batman versus Superman and an email attachment. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, here they are. Here they go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Click, click,
0: I, click, I wasn't the biggest fan of like Spider Man being introduced into Civil War the way he was, but it was special circumstances because obviously they had to make the deal with uh, Sony yeah. and get him in there. Now he's doing his own, you know, he's got his own thing coming up, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk about. But uh I just the way they're doing it is just shitty. And like you have yeah. a wonder, so you had Wonder Woman and Dawn of Justice for a hot minute, even though her song was the best part of the movie. Yeah. And then you have her movie coming up before Justice League mm-hmm. and then Justice League. So I guess you're getting a little bit of that, but I'm seeing like Wonder Woman in this trailer, but also the trailer for the other one. And I just don't, I, I feel nothing for any of these guys. And I, and Batman is my number one, mm-hmm. him and Night, Nightwing. But Nightwing's like out there somewhere. We talked about this a few weeks ago, how there might be plenty of movie, but it's like, I don't know. We didn't know.
1: get Robin yet. Right.
0: I know. Like, <laughs> like I, they're just assuming that, I, like, Yes, everyone knows that Robin was his sidekick. Mm -hmm. But not everyone knows that Robin became Nightwing. Mm Right. He he became Nightwing in the 80s. But a lot of people, a lot of people watch it off the animated series. And Dick Grayson was Robin. Mm -hmm. People don't know who Tim Drake is. People don't know who Jason Todd Todd is. And he's Mm -hmm. a great villain, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the Jason Todd story, if you, like, did, like, a Winter Soldier type deal, would be Mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah. The animated movie is one of my favorites. Um, It's great. So I, uh, but they're not building up these characters at all, and like you can do different universes with like different styles of characters, but I I f- like, I really feel nothing for these characters at
2: all. Yeah, and and plus like just just wait until a DC decides to release a three and a half hour extended <laughs> NC seventeen cut on Blu-ray oh, for Justice God. League, you know they're gonna do it.
0: I see it happening. Um, mm. yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's the yeah. same. I'm like I'm always like. Oh, I'm, I'm never expecting anything different, but I'm hoping for something
2: different. Yeah, it's always the same thing I say with the, with these DCEU movies. I hope they don't screw this one up too badly. You know?
0: <laughs> and like with Marvel, and just segueing into the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer that dropped today, yeah, mm-hmm. like Marvel has, and John Hipponic, resident Marvel hater, has, you know, preached on this. And I agree with him to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like they have a set style. Yep. And they stick to it. Mm-hmm. It's because they make, they freaking... Pull it their, works. They pull their pants down. They make five hundred million dollars in a movie. Like it could be yeah. Doctor, like Doctor Strange. Who the fuck is Doctor Strange? Is? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christmas. Um, you know. So they 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 do it. They make it work. Like yeah. the, like the Homecoming. I, mean, I feel like the Homecoming trailer showed a little bit too much, mm-hmm. but it's also Spider Man. It's the third time they're rebooting the, reboot the freaking guy. Even if you didn't know Spider Man, you know Spider Man. Yeah. Like there's not too much more to do.
2: Yeah, with the Homecoming trailer, I'm a little concerned that they might lean a little too heavy with the Tony Stark appearances. Yeah. That's what I'm a little concerned about. Yeah, I, know that, like, Tony yeah, I think that's mentor. what's giving
1: it the, its boost. But, I, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm optimistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, 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 it's going to work.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I like that they're doing a young Spider-Man, a child Spider-Man, a high school Spider-Man. I do like that. Cause that's well,
1: he always thing. was in high school. He just
0: Yeah, but in... Uh, in uh, the f- Sam Ramney's he was in high school for like tw- the first twenty minutes of the movie, yeah, and then he was a I, college student. Yeah, Amazing Spider Man. I don't think he did any. He did. He, he did high school. The first, the yeah. first
1: one he was in high school. The second one he graduated high school. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, at least this young man looks like he belongs in high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was another actor who was they act I think was in the lead for Spider Man. He was like sixteen, but I guess child labor laws make it too difficult. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah So, man. so uh, he's a uh, he's uh, Tom Holland. But yeah, I, I thought he was doing pretty good. Uh, he did okay in Civil War. I'm interested in a Spider-Man movie, but I would like to see a Spider-Man movie without any of the Avengers. I would But again, Sony... It's a, Spider-Man's a special case. I don't know what the agreement was between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also excited to see Michael um, Michael Keaton as
2: yeah. Vulture. Yeah, he does look like he's going to bring an interesting take mm-hmm. on that character. Yeah, because Vulture's always kind of been like a sad sack. Jen yeah.
1: says she thinks that young Spider-Man will suck.
0: Well, <sighs> stop hating, first of all. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, but- that's, he was a high, that, that was the best part about Spider-Man, as opposed, you know, when he, especially when he, when Stanley created him, uh, everyone was used to the older superheroes, and then people were like, "Holy crap! That's a teenager superhero that I can relate to." That was like the big, big thing. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: and, and Tobey yeah. Maguire really sold that uh in the first first two movies. Mm, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, like a dweeb.
2: Yeah, yeah I could right. take him. Well, <laughs> he was allergic
1: to everything. <laughs>
2: No. Yeah, but I, I have I have uh no, I have nothing but optimism for a Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. And who knows who knows if this will be a positive influence on the Venom movie, but that's another story. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh shifting gears, uh Maurice, I know this is something that might be of interest to you. There the Overwatch Pacific Championship of mm. 2017 has been announced. Uh Blizzard announced the professional esports league known as the Overwatch Pacific Championship. Uh, it's going to be based in Taiwan. And uh, the first season of this tournament kicks off on April 8th, in which eight, team, eight pro teams from various places will be competing, such as Taiwan, Hong Kong, Australia, Japan, and Thailand, for a prize of $8.3 million New Taiwan dollars, which translates to just about half a million U.S. dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I got all that exchange rate. Oh, yeah. Um, and hmm. Yeah.
2: It's going to be an 11-week season in which all matches will be streamed live on the Blizzard Taiwan live stream channel from Friday to Sunday.
0: I'm still conflicted on esports. Not conflicted, but like torn. I don't know. Do I want to watch that? Would I enjoy that? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like... Try it. Yeah. Just try it. Yeah, because sometimes um, they go so fast.
1: And Jen says, so let me guess, Maurice wanted to be a superhero. We all did. Yeah. yeah. Amazon. I still do. Oh, fucking right.
0: I, I still daydream about that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> what up?
2: High five right there. Mm, Boom.
0: Mm, mm, Boom.
2: Mm, mm. Well, who? Well, uh, who's to say that we aren't superheroes? That's right. It's like secret identity. <laughs> but um, but let me ask you something more. Reese. like if Ooh. if there was like a, a U.S. tournament, yeah, would, would you gather Aris and all the boys to participate in this in that esports? Probably not. Cause we should get
0: freaking Molly whopped. <laughs> We'd have no shot. Hey, you never know.
1: Nah, this these professional players are like. I mean, i I looked at I looked one up because um, I don't know I saw Lupe, the rapper Lupe Fiasco, have one, and he actually competed in a professional Street Fighter tournament. Oh wow! And he beat the who's supposed to be the best Street Fighter player in the world. Mm. Wow! So and he <laughs> just hit the same button over and over again. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, well,
0: here is so, here's a, so here's, mm-hmm. the interesting thing about that is I used to play a lot of Super Smash Brothers. The original Super... OG Super Smash Brothers for so N64. Mm-hmm. And then some brawl with GameCube. And I thought I was like hot shit because I was really good amongst my friends. And then we had like a gaming club at, when I went to New England Tech. It was like once a week. Mm-hmm. It was like in between classes. Awesome. So I was like, I'll play some Super Smash Brothers. i bet it'll be okay. I got fucking my ass kicked. Like <laughs> wow. everyone, well, not everyone, but a good number of people. And that's just like other kids. But, mm-hmm. well, actually... I was college age, but um my ass kicked. Let's leave it at that. So I feel like if I went into like an actual professional thing,
1: oh, I would yeah. get destroyed. Yeah, you would even because these people are like legit these people sponsors. have their own Wikipedia pages. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, I saw. Them, I'm like this kid has a Wikipedia play- yeah. page,
0: mm-hmm. and I don't want people to see me playing video games live. Mm. I get a little too angry, <laughs> even if it was for like a huge cash prize. Well, if they had, like a if they had like. You have, if you get like a hundredth place, you still get money, sure. Because I don't foresee myself getting top five. I remember top doing a
1: blockbuster tournament for like Judge Dredd and NBA Jam
0: years wow. ago. I did a Madden Dredd. thing. Uh, I did Madden at like a release party. I forget what the hell it was for. I just remember playing. No, it was a home run derby mm. for like a baseball game. I don't know why. Uh, I think I did do some I dabbled in some madden stuff but these some of these people are nuts like they literally play for a living like, I, I follow I do, I do I do a few twitch streams like I'll watch from time to time um, these guys are sponsored they got people like thanks for the follow I have like a hundred thousand followers getting paid all this money they play all day long wow I don't got time for that <laughs> yeah I mean
3: hey
2: it'd
0: be mean, nice if there not. was a if there was a West wark Rhode Island overwatch thing sure I'll dabble yeah. see how bad I would do
2: never know. You could could be the first one to set that up. (laughs) You won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. But yeah, that's something for you Overwatch fans. And yes, Jen,
1: we are nerds. and proud of
2: it. Damn right. Mm -hmm. Damn right. Uh Nerd life, son. What you know about that? (laughs) Anyway. uh, So yeah, Overwatch fans, check that out. Uh, Other news. uh, True Detective uh, is uh, in talks to return for a third season. Uh, Series creator Nick Pizzolatto is working with Deadwood creator David Milch. On this third season, uh, P- Pizzolato has written the first two episodes of season three. However, HBO has not yet officially greenlit this new season.
1: Okay, if it actually gets greenlit, then I'll go back and actually try to finish season one and then go into season two. Yo, like, like, have have you seen I was it? into it, too, and I just yeah. kind of like, no, you want to know why, why I had to start over? My PlayStation died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Have you seen that True
0: Detective, Maurice? No, I heard season one was really good and season two was really bad.
1: Well, I will say this: season
2: two is decent, but mm. it's not. It's, it's like your, it's like a boiler pl- boilerplate crime thriller. Mm. But season one with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, mm. yeah. that is some of the most brilliant television I've seen from HBO, and that's saying something. Like Woody
1: Harrelson is a very good actor. Yeah, him and yo, like all I know him as. Um, I forgot, he, I forget his name because I was kind of young, but mm-hmm. he was in Cheers. Yeah. As all I know, I'm like, yo, you're cheers, but you're doing a fucking hell of a job, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it has been, been a lot of stuff.
2: Oh, a lot of stuff since then. But like Woody Harrelson and especially Matthew McConaughey in, in season one of True Detective. Yo, McConaughey, that's mm. that's like top five performances I've seen from him. And like that's part of like the Matthew McConaughey <laughs> reconnaissance. Yes. Oh um, Yeah. Renaissance, rather. Renaissance, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like like if, if you're a fan of like incredible acting and extremely good crime writing like true detective season one is what i recommend everybody to check out because that is some of the most brilliant television i've seen and man if they they do come out with a season three i just hope that it's as brilliant as season one so well deadwood
0: was a really good show so yeah i'm glad they're bringing in that that Mm -hmm. uh creator um Yep. So I mean they they I feel like now they know that season two is kind of not a flop, but I mean it's obviously it's probably hard to match up to season one. Right. Yeah. So hopefully they can recharge, and it's good when you have these anthology shows because mm. you just it's not like you're following anything. Yeah, you're and, just doing your own thing.
2: And plus, like because it's an anthology show, they could bring back say Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey as completely different characters, right, in a whole different timeline. That mm. could be cool too. Mm so yeah there's that um, other news uh, Robert Rodriguez uh, is in talks to direct the remake of Escape from New York uh, 20th Century Fox wants Rodriguez who directed such films as Sin City and From Dust Till Dawn uh, he want, uh, they want him to helm their remake of the classic 1981 John Carpenter classic starring Kurt Russell uh, Carpenter will executive produce the remake um, have you guys seen uh, the original Escape from New York
0: yes Yeah. yep and Escape from China China uh, the, the sequel?
2: sequel. Are you thinking of um, Escape from LA? I think.
0: it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen both of them. Yep, 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 yep. Mm. Yeah, eighties uh, fair. Yeah. You know, actiony. was mm. pretty good. Mm. I enjoyed them. Kirk, uh, Kirk, uh, Kurt, Russell? Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I heard Rock, the Rock, was going. It was in talks for this, but this is like a while ago. He's doing Rampage. Yeah. He's doing a lot of shit.
2: Yeah, Rampage. Oh, the the game we play as three monsters destroying buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I wonder how that's going to turn out. <laughs>
1: I'm so curious myself. Hmm.
2: But yeah, that should be interesting. Um, other news: uh, Michael Shannon is currently the frontrunner to play Cable in the upcoming Deadpool sequel. What you guys think about Michael Shannon?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Please,
2: I say refresh yikes. my memory. Uh, he was in uh, such films as uh, he was General Zod in Man of Steel,
1: Eight Mile, oh, Yeah 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 World Trade Center,
2: Yeah um, Nocturnal Animals, Take Shelter.
0: No, yeah, hmm. Cable.
1: Yeah, I can't see it. Like, I'm already like convinced to like hoping for like somebody like Ron Perlman or Kevin Nash or whatever. Like Kevin Nash? Mm, I don't know about Kevin Nash. I mean, he's not the greatest actor in the world, but he does have. He pretty much kind of has a look.
2: He does, but I think he's a little too tall to play a cable. Cable
1: is kind of tall. Yeah,
2: that's seven feet tall, though. I mean, that's kind of nitpicky. But (laughs) I will say that um, uh, Michael Shannon. He's an he's an
1: excellent actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. Oh, he's a good actor. I'm not taking that away from him. I just Mm. don't. I'm just I'm I'm guess I'm going look wise. I don't see it.
2: He he, he could he could, pull, he could pull it off. I mean he's got the chops and he he's got the face that kind of looks like Cable if you kind of yeah, whiten his not, hair.
1: Yeah, but he's too small.
2: Too small. Nah, they can kind of he can kind of buff him up with a he little. He is CGI. six three,
1: yeah,
0: and a half. That's yeah. taller than I expected. Yeah, that's pretty. That's good height. Yeah. I think Tom Brady high right there you don't realize how tall these guys are mm. hmm, I guess you could yeah I could see it yeah Michael Shannon he
2: could be like a, a cool an a excellent straight man to Ryan Reynolds like craziness. yes yeah. and
0: if he works out because he's 40 something yeah he was born in 74 so I mean yeah because I just remember I just know cable was like larger than life like big dude yeah so but it's obviously it's a comic book so it's hard to transition but hey, we'll see
2: yeah and uh, currently uh, Deadpool 2 is being directed by uh, uh, the co-director of John Wick David Leach. so hey we're going get some good action, good directed action nonetheless. Did
0: you ever watch, um, Segway, uh,
2: Twin Peaks? I've never seen that show, but I want to. It's on
0: Netflix. I watched the first season. I'm like, this shit's weird. I yeah. stopped watching it. But the, the, the continuation is going to come out for like Showtime or HBO or something. Yeah.
2: On Showtime. Yeah. I just
0: saw an inter- entertainment weekly spread for it. So I might mm-hmm. watch season two. I just never get around to re- watching any, but I'd be curious because David Lynch, that's like his, his thing.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it the first one a shot because mm. I like some of his films. Yeah. And uh, last bit of news, oh
0: Jesus! Uh, for all, uh,
2: for because mouth breathers have Netflix subscriptions too. Adam Sandler is gonna make four. Count them: one, two, three, four more Netflix movies. Because God hates us.
1: Um, I, I Adam Sandler entertains me. He he's would funny. call
0: you are the king of the mouth breathers, he's Carl Burn. Get he's out. Get
1: i mean just to go to sleep i watched the water boy the other day i mean it's... if you go up to
0: 1999 maybe 2003
1: i like grown i like the first grown-ups what <laughs> <laughs> grown-ups was fun it was fun it was, it, it's funny I've seen, like, first it's grown-ups. funny it's not it's none of those like i i don't i don't need to study i don't need to study a movie just watch it Cheap jokes I'm not
0: watching. I'm not studying movies. Like wh- I mean, I loved Adam Sandler when I was 12.
1: Yeah, like exactly. Big Daddy was great. Yeah,
0: yes. I love Big. D- like I said, yeah, I'll, I'll I give the, him. I I'll give the... him up to. Leave. I even enjoyed Little Nicky. But again, I was like 16. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> hold up, hold Nikki, up. Hold. Oh my God. You, you liked Little Nicky. <laughs> I was 16 years
2: old, Victor. <laughs> Kids, I was Little... a child. <laughs> Listen, I was that age, and I, and I knew Little Nicky was hot. You're cabbage. like a hundred
1: years older than me. Think you were like a hundred years wait, older wait, than wait, I. Hold am. on, I'm gonna say being a victim. But come on now, you
2: were also a hundred years older than <laughs> no, I am. Listen, all right. Um, d- d- just to give this uh this news headline a context. Apparently, yes, Jen.
1: Grown ups was funny as hell.
2: Grown ups was hot garbage. Listen, cancer is funnier than grown ups. But anyway, you
1: would think that with your track record, Pope Popeye's whatever. chicken is the shit,
0: isn't it? That's whatever, good that's good stuff. However, I did not watch any of his four. Uh, Yeah, I don't watch any of them either. Apparently, they have really good ratings or viewers.
2: Well, apparently, uh, Netflix announced an extension of its deal with Sandler to make four more films because he did two films with uh, Netflix, The Ridiculous Six and The Do-Over. And sadly, because you know the world has too many mouth-breathers as it is, both of those movies have become the biggest movie releases ever for Netflix. Because
0: they're also newer movies. But also, I would say, because Netflix doesn't do too many original movies... Mm-hmm. I would say, good on you, Adam Sandler. Get on the Netflix train. Well, I he's, will... a, he's a smart businessman. Happy Madison Productions is in good hands.
2: Well, yeah. I, I will say a, a positive of this is that Adam Sandler is not st- stinking up theaters anymore. Right. So he's going well, to Netflix.
0: I think. I think the American public is starting to get onto the whole like a list celebrity <laughs> thing. Like they're they're starting to get onto their thing. Like a movie starring Brad Pitt is not, or George Clooney, like Tomorrowland. Just because George Clooney's in it is no. not going to get everyone to go see it. Yeah. So he realized that and took it another avenue, which is smart. Because like you said, any mouth breather can spend seven bucks for standard definition Netflix or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm.
2: But, you know, um, you know, Adam Sandler, I mean... I mean, I mean pr- I, I, obviously, I'm not a fan. I mean, mm. I, I put him in the same boat as Tyler Perry. People who don't deserve, you know, all that success. Maybe Tyler Perry can be confined to Netflix jail. I hope so. But you know, hey, she if, says you're a hater. Hey, you, I, don't, you Vic is a hater. He
1: doesn't know good movies. Mm-hmm. He likes westerns.
2: Listen, westerns are great. Did you watch
0: Ridiculous Six? Fuck no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not watching that bullshit. But yeah, you know what? Hey, for, for you Adam Sandler fans out there, if, if you think that I'm being a hater, if you think that, oh, Victor doesn't know good movies, oh, you're too much of a snob, you need to you know dumb it down, why don't you email the show and, ta- and tell me that bullshit at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com and I'll set you straight as to why Adam Sandler is one of the reasons why um, why other countries hate America.
0: Well, I don't. No, I don't take it that far. That far yeah. Now, I do not enjoy Adam Sandler. I did enjoy him for a time as yeah. a younger man. Uh, I just refuse to see any of his movies. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not going to spend. Well, it's Netflix. Like, I'm not going to go spend eleven dollars mm-hmm. to go watch an Adam Sandler movie. Right. However, mm-hmm. if I'm home on Netflix, which I pay for every freaking month, yeah. um, and I see it, it's like, ah, eh, what the fuck, why not? And also, Netflix started doing like their weird ad things when you log in, and annoys the shit out of me. Well, I,
2: I will say this though: there is one Adam Sandler film I highly recommend people check out, and that's Punch Drunk Love. I knew you was gonna say that depressing yes. shit. No, 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 Punch Drunk Love is not depressing. It's a offbeat. I knew it. I knew Listen. it. I knew it. Hold up, Punch Drunk that Love. Is
1: so up your alley. Man.
2: Hold on, Punch Drunk Love is a wonderfully offbeat, off kilter love story directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, and it is available on the Criterion
1: Collection. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I have an Adam Sandler wow, recommendation. Wow, Ben Carson stance all the way. My, yeah. my. Re- so go ahead. Let's
0: all recommend an Adam Sandler joint. I recommend Billy Madison. <laughs> my top ten favorite movies. Love that movie.
1: I like the young the Longest Yard remake. I enjoyed so that. That was on TV the other day. Hmm. That was enjoyable. Chris TV Rock
0: was day. in that. He's good. Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah, they did a lot of Goldberg, Steve Austin, Austin Michael mm-hmm. Irvin. Yeah, the little yeah. Cowboys. Punch drunk love. Michael Irvin's not on that. Yeah, he
1: is. In Bungalo Love? No, not in that. I mean, in Yard,
0: well, Yeah. All right.
2: Okay. Fine. I'll I'll recommend another, uh, more accessible Adam Sandler movie. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll recommend this one. Rain, Don't see Spanglish. No. Rain over. You would me. like Spanglish. Wait, what? Rain over me, starring Don Cheadle.
1: Oh that's... God. Yeah, it's a fun movie, Victor. A fun movie. God
2: damn it. Um. God, it's Adam Sandler, so it's a bit of a stretch. Um, the, the the one, Happy Gilmore. Yeah.
1: yeah that, that was a fun movie. Yeah, yes. I mean, fun. You see the little reunion that they did with Bob Barker and Adam yes, Sandler? Yes, I did see in, that. Yes. And they got into a fight again. Uh, I yeah. just
0: I, I enjoyed Adam Sandler's juvenile humor when I was a juvenile. Yeah. I have since moved on. Yeah. I hope so.
2: Yes. Comfort. Because it, because if you're- it, <laughs> I, it, say,
1: I watch stuff with nostalgia. You know me. I'm... Yeah, old stuff is great. Yeah. yeah but i'm not watching Where's these it? Netflix what a movies. Boy, I still <laughs> laughed cuz
0: but like I, I am a i am a big proponent of streaming and getting out of these archaic ways of watching movies and television cord cutters all the way. Mm-hmm. I hope more movies start getting I hope that more mm-hmm. actors with production companies yeah do this. I think it's genius. I, it'll happen. Yeah, i think so too. Fucking right. right. I, I, as soon as these um, sports leagues start smarting up and realizing that these I mean I know they get billion dollars from TNT and ESPN mm. from these TV contracts but that is a bubble that is about to fucking burst mm. so we need to get some live streaming up in here with all that stuff yeah. just like MLB does it's genius yeah. indeed And that well, but that's when that bubble does burst that is when all this this cable crap and TV cord cutting is gonna really hit the fan because mm. that's like the last bastion of live TV oh yeah because even on demand, you can watch that shit. So, we'll yeah. see. All right. Well, I'm saying
2: Yeah, uh, no. But anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, segueing into our, uh, our main topic, since uh, WrestleMania 33 is around the corner this Sunday, April 2nd, taking place live in Orlando, Florida. Yep, that old WrestleMania theme. We're going to run yeah. down our predictions on the WrestleMania 33 card. There are currently 13 matches, including the two pre-show matches. Uh, on deck. So uh, Maurice, I know you're still on your wrestling su- wrestling hub hiatus, but sure. Please feel free to give. Oh, us I will. <laughs> as a fellow wrestling fan. Mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, WrestleMania 33. Be a
1: bitch and come back.
2: Word. Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got the uh, WrestleMania 33 coming out this Sunday, and we got uh, a couple match, a few matches here. So we're gonna run down the list starting from the pre-show. Uh, Starting with the uh, 2017 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So. Armbar. Armbar. Arm (laughs) arm drag. So uh, we have both Raw and SmackDown participants participating in that. This is the fourth annual uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. The first winner being Cesaro, followed by Big Show and Baron Corbin. So. Oh, wow. It's already been four years? Yeah. Since 2014, WrestleMania 30. So uh, what are your predictions as who's going to win this uh, Battle Royal?
1: Sami Zayn. Really? Yeah. It's on the
2: pre-show. Yeah, it's
0: on the pre-show. Do they? So outside of winning that big gigantic ass trophy, do the not other not a goddamn thing? You don't get anything from it. No, like nope. title did shot or anything. Just nope.
1: get that. Get hmm. Or or
2: like Cesaro, you can get buried down the card further.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a great win for him too. Yeah. Mm, that's because Vince. But well, that's because he ended up
1: getting injured too.
0: He was just he was a bat. He was a heel, but Vince's fucking Vince. Yeah, he probably did get him hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. but him bot, body slamming Big Show out of the ring at that. First one was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know who's in it. To be honest with you, uh, well, there's a few people like <laughs> name um,
1: somebody. And odds are they're probably in it. Uh, Apollo Cruz,
2: Mo- him. Uh, yeah, he'll probably win. <laughs> uh, Mojo Rawley. Oh Jesus Christ! If Gronk's there, he'll win. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Gronk. Gronk.
2: Gronk and Mojo are boys. He
0: was at SmackDown recently. Yeah. I can't stand Mojo Rawley. I, oh, I don't I like know. him either. His yeah. his uh, finisher is He sits on you hmm It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yokozuna's
1: was. Huh? Yokozuna. Yokozuna
0: was 7,000 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> Moncho Rowley's a fucking dude. Yeah.
2: I predict that for the Battle Royal, I think that Braun Strowman is going to take the trophy.
1: Mm, yeah, that's legit. Yeah, they are trying to boost him up a bit, so I mean. Well,
0: that's, yeah. that's one of the, like, Braun, and I've been following, I've been reading up a little bit on the news. I did, I've been, so I've been inching my way back in, but, like, Braun Strowman was the man, didn't get beat by anyone, well, cleanly, for, like, the longest time. And then Roman Reigns just, like, Farts on him and he beats him. Yeah, well, yeah. as yeah. per usual. Like I was really Pre-usually. starting. To like, like I yeah. said,
1: I, I don't even think I told you about this. Um, I watch Xavier Woods. Wink, wink. Is uh, <laughs> I watch his uh, YouTube channel. Up, up, down, down. Yeah. And um, he had a FIFA tournament with some of the wrestlers. uh Rusev, um, Neville, Sami Zayn was in it. Um, Kofi Kingston himself. You know, so um, and each. Participant who who's on Up Up Down now they have a nickname they don't go by their own mm-hmm. like wrestler name or whatever like uh, AJ Styles is um, what's it Prince of, Prince of phenomenal he travels
0: with the yeah. Xbox too yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. he he has tons of systems yeah yeah like tons of them but um Rusev changed his name from Tong Po to Roman Reigns. <laughs> because he cannot lose. <laughs> and that was the exact reason. He even told Roman that because he beat Roman in Peace. That's
0: people. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I like Roman outside of it. I think he's a good guy. He's, what they're doing is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like Rusev too. A lot of those guys, like, that's why they need to let those guys branch off more because in their own personalities, these guys are fucking hilarious. And Yo, guy, oh like, my God. It, it
1: show. yeah, it show, that's why I love Up Up Down Sound so much. Yeah. They show, like, a whole nother, like, Shows it in a whole nother yeah. light. And one of mm-hmm. one it's of the last hilarious. one of
0: the last Steve Austin shows I listened to was with Braun Strowman. He carried himself pretty well. He was well, very well spoken.
1: Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. not a big idiot. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Broad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's that's a good uh, that's a good pick though. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: that's my prediction. And then uh, we have the second pre-show match, and this kind of hurts my heart. Uh, Neville versus Austin Aries for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, they called up uh, Austin Aries? Yep, he's on the main roster on Raw. In the
1: Cruiserweight division. um, Mm
2: -hmm. I predict that Austin Aries is going to take the title from Neville. Um, Neville has been a pretty great heel in in the Cruiserweight division. Although, um, the reason why this hurts my heart is because I'm just insulted. I think it's a slap in the face to put austin aries and neville on the pre-show i mean this is definitely indicative of how the cruiserweight division is treated so poorly on the main roster and this is another reason why it's not catching on with the main with the main roster fans because you're treating them like an afterthought Mm. you're giving them like literally three second matches on raw and and then when you give when you're on the biggest stage on a four-hour show, you, you mean to tell me that you can't, you don't have enough room for Neville and Aries, but you got room for motherfucking Pitbull and Flo Rider? Get the fuck out my fucking face, Vince Man. <laughs> I mean, really? You have Neville, who's been busting his ass, making the cruiserweight division credible as 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 one of as a must-see division, and it is because it has must-see talent. Austin Aries, former TNA World Champion, must-see talent, and you put those two on the motherfucking pre-show? Give me a fucking break. What the f- and, and and you want to know something too? Why is it, why is it that you put those two on the pre-show? I mean, you, you know what you know what it is. It's because I think deep down Vince is afraid that they're going to tear the house down. Because when you have an international audience coming from all over the world, mm-hmm. who knows, who knows the track record of these two these two talented athletes? They're afraid that they might give the match of the night. And they're gonna outshine just about most of the matches on the card. And mm. they figure, well, you know what, to diminish to diminish their shine, why don't we just send them to the to the to the pre show? That way they won't be a match of the year contender.
1: Makes sense. Probably.
0: Uh who do you think is gonna win?
1: <laughs> I know it's gonna be Austin Aries, but that's not the match I wanted to see.
0: Mm. In the cruiserweight division.
1: Oh what was it? I really I I was hoping they would at least do like a six way ladder match X-Division for the cruise. What Whoa. do they call it? like a lot of match for a lot of match for the title for the title, but with mm. like, you know, TJ Perkins, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, and then on another side, well, yeah, um, well, I always Jack put Yaller, um, and then yeah, put the, like the half mm. the cruiserweight division just in one big. Title. That always
0: annoys me though when they just kind of throw everyone together. Um, I'm glad they're doing a one on one. I like that, like the the veteran versus the still a veteran, but. Yeah. Younger guy, mm-hmm. I loved Austin Aries. I was I watched TNA back when he was champion, mm-hmm. and I stopped watching once he lost to Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. who was like the Roman Reigns of TNA at the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I remember way back when there he was, there were talks about the cruiserweight show even before he went to TNA and he was still in Ring of Honor about bringing him in on as a cruiserweight guy. So it's interesting that like it came full circle. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Austin Aries, love that guy, and I agree with you that Vince McMahon always he will always shine down guys unless he. Chooses to shine them up, yeah, and it drives me insane.
2: It is, mm. but you know, still, I'm still gonna catch it on the pre-show, nonetheless. Good. Yeah. Um, moving down the card, we're gonna work down, work down, and work our way up. Uh, we have the uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match. Three teams. Uh, we have the champions Gallows and Anderson defending against uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass and Cesaro and
1: Sheamus. Hmm. The new New Age Outlaws. I'm going for that one. Um, which is enzo and big Cass? yeah 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 i think i
2: think enzo and Cass. i think it's time for them to
0: win yeah they always love those wrestlemania moments And that'll be yeah. a pretty good one at least they'll get one yeah. mm-hmm. like all these other we'll get to a labor with like the women's match and stuff but that's when these title changes are supposed to happen not mm-hmm. on raw randomly in the middle of fucking march or i'm sorry excuse me like november yeah, yeah. bailey yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll get to you we'll love get to Bailey that. time Duel love
1: Bailey, that's the problem. <laughs>
2: yeah, Bailey is Bay. Yeah. But uh But yeah, uh, I predict uh Enzo Enzo and Cass Castle win that. The tag team titles on Raw. Uh, next match we have Alexa Bliss, SmackDown women's champion versus the world. She's gonna be defending against every available woman on the SmackDown women's roster, which includes uh, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, and other unannounced names. So you can see some, you know, perhaps some legends from the past so come in.
0: Is that a free for all? Is that everyone that's versus Alexa Bliss? Uh, it's a, it's basically a free for all. Oh, okay, you can paint anyone. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm torn down to two. Mickey James and Natalia. Like I just had a big thing for Mickey James for years. Yeah, she like, came. Oh yeah, she came back. That's right. Yeah. 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 I mean, and when I actually met Mickey James, I was like speechless. <laughs> I was like a ten-year-old kid with a crush.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Alexa Bliss is going to retain. Oh really? Yeah, because that's what AJ did when she had that big one-on-ten match mm-hmm. at WrestleMania a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah. Day I believe. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I'm kind of, I don't know, like, like I, I think perhaps uh, Bliss might retain against all odds, but I'm thinking if not her, either Becky Lynch or or Mickey James. Perhaps Carmella might pull the upset and 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 run away with the belt if James Ellsworth has anything to say about it if he interferes. Um, As far as other SmackDown, uh, the unannounced names, they'll probably bring back maybe some other uh, uh, divas from the or women's wrestlers from the past that we haven't heard, Mm -hmm. Um, like perhaps like Victoria Mm -hmm. or um, I think Kelly Kelly was an announced name that she might. I think she's resigning. Which is which is terrible because she would not fit with the modern women's division. No, she wouldn't. Because she, unlike the other women, she can't run the ropes. Um, who else? Uh, a couple other names. I was going to say Lita, but I think she.
1: Nah, she's done. She yeah. can't do anything anymore. Yeah,
2: but hey, who who knows? Maybe they'll bring back Jazz. Remember her? Oh, that was like
0: fifty. <laughs> it Doesn't matter. She could come yeah. in for a one off. Well, she was just in, she just got a, uh, the Hall of Fame last year, right? No, no it was Jacqueline. Oh. She can come back. I'm sure one of them will come back. Yeah. Like her, like they'll do like a quick spot fest. Mm. Um,
1: Speaking re- of Hall of Fame, I'll be live tweeting that. Aww, oh,
0: shit. Oh, I, nice. I really hope that um, Karma comes out. Or, or is she wrestling for TNA again? Karma? I awesome think? Kong? Yeah. Yeah. I she was know. Karma in WWE yeah, for like yeah, a hot yeah. second. Mm. But then yeah, then, but then she ended up. Yeah, she ended Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, that'd be cool. But I don't know if she's wrestling for like TNA or Ring of Honor uh, right now. I think
1: she's doing. I think she's wrestling in Japan again. Oh, mm.
0: hmm. interesting. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So
2: you know this this women's match could be anybody's game. So it's kind of hard to make a prediction. But I say either Lynch or James or Lynch or or Bliss. But uh, yeah, moving up the card, we have the uh, uh, Intercontinental Title match with champion Dean Ambrose defending against Baron Corbin.
0: Baron. I like. I like that it's getting a one on one. Match, not another ladder match like they always do with these guys. Mm. um And I think Baron Corbin has been built up the way that Roman Reigns should have been built up. Mm. Because I did not enjoy him at NXT at the fir- at the beginning, mm-hmm. and he he actually started off as a jobber in NXT, as they all usually do, and then he just yeah. worked his way worked his way turned heel when mm-hmm. people weren't accepting him as a face, and now look at him now, yeah, going for the secondary title, not the world title, yeah.
2: And it's interesting too, like Baron Corbin, he's been he's been improving like week to week, like his heel character, like he's a lone wolf, like mm-hmm. he's like a true blue heel in the sense that he doesn't want to work with other heels either. And he's kind of has like this like subtly smarmy douchey vibe to him, <laughs> which is probably like an offshoot of like how he might be in real life. Um, So that kind
0: of bleeds into his uh, character. Yeah, because even when he did Ride Along, he, I oh don't no, he didn't do Ride Along, but he says he travels by himself and stuff. Yeah. Doesn't, like legitimately doesn't mm-hmm. like being around the other guy. So good for him. Yeah. I, 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 Another
1: Brock Lesnar. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah Broncos yeah. say hates people. Like, yeah, everybody played. loves him, and he's like, hmm. "I hate you." And they both yeah. played
0: on a NFL practice squad for like <laughs> yeah. training camp because yeah. I don't think they made it. No, I didn't he was in the Cardinals. Card. I know that. Yeah, he played for the Cardinals. He may have played I preseason. I don't know if he went all the way to the regular season. He may have. Yeah, hmm. Hmm.
2: yeah. I think that Corbin's going to take the Intercontinental belt. I don't see any reason why Ambrose would retain. And you know, I I, I still like Dean Ambrose, but I I've kind of cooled on him a little bit because I think that his um pseudo Brian Pillman shtick is kind of wearing a little thin yeah I'm sure they have not turn me. him
0: heel but yeah I him and Roman got twisted somehow <laughs> I don't yeah. know how mm. but they did yeah so yeah. I
2: think Corbin's gonna be the new champ
3: yeah
2: Um, uh, our next match is gonna be a mixed tag team match with uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The
1: Miz and Maurice. now before we make our predictions does either one of us even give a shit about this match
0: Nope. It annoys me that Maurice's name kind of sounds like Maurice. <laughs> uh, but that's all that I really care about. Yeah. It's really <laughs> weird. Is my name without a U. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I really... I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't care about the match, but I do like the build because in a sense that I do like uh, Miz and Maurice, how they've kind of built up the feud on their end. Like they've, they've kind of introduced like shades of real life, like rumors and heat. Cause like the Miz, he's kind of like made fun of John Cena and Nikki Bella, their relationship, like on based on like total divas, how Cena actually made or encouraged Nikki Bella to sign a, a legitimate contract for her to be his girlfriend. And and what guy does that? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. also like, he kind of made allusions to, um, the Miz has made allusions to how Cena or, or or has and Nikki Bella have worked in ways to kind of subtly bury other women on the roster to kind of boost up Nikki's place on the roster on a card. So that kind of like introduces a little little bit of like real life politics and tension, yeah, which kind of gives it a little more spice.
0: I just think it's funny that seven years later, the main event WrestleMania 27 is turned into a mixed tag match. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mm. Um I don't know. I, th- I think I think Cena and and Nikki Bella they're gonna take the take the W you know as the faces because yeah because you know, it, it, I think cause Cena wins LOL but I, but I think who knows it might be a more entertaining match than otherwise uh, uh w- w- otherwise w- would indicate
0: I just think it's hilarious that John Cena beat AJ Styles <clears throat> for the championship at fucking Royal Rumble two months ago <laughs> two months ago and then literally loses it in a month and I, and that was the seventeenth Thunder reign? and that was supposed to be like he tied Ric Flair. Uh, yeah, he's 16-time yeah, champion now. 16 times. There was no pomp and circumstance whatsoever to it. It was like, hey, in Royal Rumble, usually never has title changes. Mm-hmm. And then in the past like, couple of years, it always happens with these fucking part-timers. Yeah. But why the fuck did he? Why? Why did he win it for a month? I don't get it. Yeah,
2: I think maybe to like make him a transitional champion, to give it to another transitional champion and Bray Wyatt. But we'll get to him in a sec, <laughs> in, in a moment. Um, but yeah, Cena and Nikki Bella for the win. That's my prediction. Um, next, we have the the U.S. Championship match: Jericho defending against Kevin Owens, his former bestie. What do you think, guys? What do you guys think about
0: that match, Owens?
2: That's the U.S. title, yeah. For the U.S. title, uh, Jericho's the current
0: U.S. champ. Oh, yeah, and, I hope Kevin Owens, but he just he was universal champion. God, these guys are fucking twisted. Sure, hopefully Kevin Owens wins because Chris Jericho always puts people over. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I think he has no problem. Yeah, he's hmm. one of the guys that have no problems doing that.
0: Yeah, I think.
2: um my prediction is also Owens because you know, um, I mean Jericho. I think he's going to be on his way out shortly after WrestleMania. He's going to go back to doing a, another another tour with Fozzie. Oh, sure. So okay. he might he might just give Owens the uh, the rub. <laughs> um, I think that um, I think I, I think their their whole best friend turned betrayal storyline has been actually pretty entertaining television. Yeah, I, lo- t- I love the list. Yeah, but, I love the list. I mean, because one like Jericho and Owens have such excellent chemistry together. And like, it just came up so naturally. And and also, Jericho is the only wrestler I can think of that can legitimately put over an inanimate object, a clipboard, over yeah. with the fans. Nobody else can do that.
0: But this is like... I do enjoy that the New England Patriots are on the list. I do appreciate that. Yeah, now, me too. this would have been a perfect... World title match, universal title match at the main event of WrestleMania because you mm, have definitely. an you have an up and coming guy mm. getting the rub from a legend. But like Chris Jarko's in that weird stratosphere where he's like a super legend, mm. but also one of the guys, which is so weird. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. he has like b- better credentials than all of them mm-hmm. if you count, especially with the U.S. title. Now I think he has like every belt ever. Yeah, I don't does. think he ever won the U.S. title. Yeah, he's yeah in the WCW. So the, yeah, That's, no,
1: he's never won the world title in WCW.
0: No, I mean the U.S. title in WCW. He was always a. Uh, like cruiserweight, he had the cruiserweight. Weight. I think he
1: did have the U.S. title in WCW. Hmm. I have
0: to, I look, I have to it look, it up. look up the history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's weird. I got it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Ralph is but
1: <laughs> yeah, but <that's>, and <laughs> yeah. this has been a really long,
0: slow, slow-burning storyline, <clears throat> and they just throw it in the undercard. Whatever. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Go, Kevin Owens. Yeah. And then we have the
2: uh, Fatal Four Way Elimination Match for the Raw Women's Championship. The defending champion, Bailey. Defending against Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax. Now I'm gonna say this before you guys get into it. Um, they blew the the awesome WrestleMania moments by having Bailey beat Charlotte on a random episode of Raw. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was before Fastlane uh, last month.
1: Yeah, because she defended at yeah, Fast.
2: Yeah, and now um, Sasha Banks. They're kind of they've been hinting at a, a a future heel turn for Banks. And Charlotte Flair winning her seventeenth women's championship will do nothing for her or the title. Uh, so my prediction is Nia Jax. She's gonna win. I'm go- I'm I'm for that.
3: I can
1: see that happening. You yeah, know, put that. It's in a
0: thing. fatal four way now. Yeah. Oh. Now, <clears throat> I loved Bailey. Love her. Whatever. She was like one of my favorites in NXT because I, I watched. Oh yeah. I I watched a little bit of pre NXT when. Someone used to upload it to like uh, not YouTube, but the other video. Oh, daily Motion.
2: Daily Motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I used to watch it there a little bit, and then when it got on the, the first special I watched, um, I still remember I watched it in this office actually mm. on the computer. Um, for the first takeover, and I always loved Bailey and NXT, and her her story for NXT. If you want to, if, if you ever watch wrestling, isn't wrestling. Mm-hmm. And you talk about how story
1: wrestling can be really I remember great. Remember you telling me when I was a guest on this show. I remember you telling me to watch that. You were
0: watching yeah. Coldplay. I still haven't watched. Son that. of a bitch. Oh man. Well, now we know that you should watch that because if you watch that and then you watch Bailey's story from beginning to end, it's like one of the greatest stories to be told ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's so good from her losses to her almost getting there and then having to. She like she was like it was she had to like beat the subordinates to get to the boss fight because mm-hmm. she like beat Charlotte one on one for like the right to. Wrestle Sasha, and yep. they had like one of the best matches ever. And the way she finished it, they had like the crazy Hurricane Rana backwards thing off the top. It was like, and it was in Brooklyn. Such yeah. so an awesome, and like, oh my God, it was like NXT's first show outside, not first show outside of the, uh, it, um, area. it was like they takeover
1: over yeah. different one of their first Yeah, the first Spaces. ones that were in like a legitimate building.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh and had all the SummerSlam SummerSlam fans. You know you had like legit people there. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like an awesome ending and great. And I showed my niece a couple of a couple Bailey because we were just hanging out and I was like, Yeah, hey, here's Bailey. She's cool mm-hmm. and she really dug it. She really liked it. Um that storyline from beginning to end was so amazing. Mm-hmm. And then she got was up to raw. And just wins the title. Like, this, this, this. Did she even lose t- at once? <laughs> she she's lost. She's lost a yeah. few times. But like she's a like, one-off. That's what always happens in Raw. You lose a one-off match, and then you beat the champion in a non-title match, and you get a title match, and you win again or lose, and then you're gone for a month. It's just so weird. It's yeah. so fucking weird. <laughs> I don't get I don't get them. Mm. Like when I read that she won and beat Charlotte on an off raw match, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. In like Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. That's the kind of shit that drives me insane. That drives me away. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, ha, ha, I'm glad I'm not watching right now. Or when Roman Reigns comes out thirtieth in the Royal Rumble.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never showed you that video, huh? Everybody's reaction when Roman Reigns comes out. When oh, you right. watch wrestling,
0: isn't wrestling? I will watch that reaction video, Carbert. <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah, so I think Nia Jax is gonna win because she's been dominant. Uh, I think she's been. I, th- I don't think she's been undefeated, but she's been. Pretty pretty much railroading everyone that every opponent that's come across her way. Yeah,
0: the only match I remember seeing with Bailey is when she lost to what's her face because she messed up. Uh, Dana Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dana Brooke like fucked up mm-hmm. and like didn't hold grab the rope or something like that, or she yeah. couldn't reach. The, she was supposed to hold the rope to like mm-hmm. pin her down to make it like a not a clean finish, and then yeah. she missed. She couldn't grab it in time, yeah. so she just beat <laughs> Bailey clean. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. The- that was bad. Yeah, the Dana
2: Brooke experiment has failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I like um, Dana
0: Brooke too. Eh, she should have stayed
2: in NXT because she was way too green. Yeah,
0: but yeah but she, she, well, that was, it was kind of weird for her because she was, she was with Emma and she was like learning, you know, going with her. And then Emma got hurt. Yeah. So they kind of forced her into the Charlotte stuff. So yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of sucked. That's right around when I stopped watching. Okay. Yeah.
2: Hmm. So yeah, uh, Nia Jax, I think she's going to be the new women's champ on Raw, even though like, she hasn't really lit my world on fire. She's not exactly the most charismatic or the most dynamic of personalities. Not and, her, sure. and her moveset is pretty limited. Even even though I know she's a she's a big woman, but I but there are there are other big athletes who have a more, you know, exciting moveset.
0: Yeah.
2: Her, she's just like, you know, punch, pull the hair, <laughs> leg drop. I bet Bailey wins and then Sasha turns heel the next night on Raw.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I could
1: see that happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Sasha's ratchet. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have another match which, unfortunately, does nothing for me. We have the match between Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Hmm.
1: You know what? I'm taking AJ, but Shane's going to come through and deliver. It's we, hmm. we said the same thing last year. Yeah. And that, that was match of the night. Well, Shane
0: coming back. Last year, like, the coolest thing ever. Well, oh, yeah. It was. Because I was, like, the one guy who you're like, he might never come back. And then it's already like, I get it. You're a McMahon. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But AJ, again, they don't reward these guys for a yeah. job well done anymore. Like, AJ carried SmackDown, especially yeah. with Cena being gone for a time. Mm-hmm. And he just is what is... It's like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, he's, he was, like, the MVP of yeah. WWE last year. Mm. I mean, I'm glad that he's a former WWE World Champion. Yeah, that is he cool. Yep. Um, with this match... uh. I really don't care what... It could go Shane's way. It could go Styles' way. Um, this match does nothing for me because... I know Shane's a good performer. And I think that we he already blew the WrestleMania spot last week. On <laughs> uh, last week's SmackDown where he jumped off the turnbuckle onto the table. No. And that's the table where AJ they'll Styles... They'll just do wins.
1: it again, I'm sure. He's freaking nuts. I
2: think... I predict that the WrestleMania, Shane McMahon, Daredevil spot will be... like They'll bring out the, large, the tallest ladder... And Shane McMahon will jump off that into a pile of wooden tables. And then AJ Styles will be on those wooden tables and he'll narrowly miss. And Shane will go right through all of them. I think that's going to be the to stunt. To a crash pad. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I think that what how they should have booked it was Shane McMahon could have said, okay, you know what? I'm not on your level, AJ. You're the best wrestler in the world. You are the phenomenal one. So, you know what? I'm going to have somebody who matches you. Ability for ability, you know, pound for pound. So, that's when they could have... Shinsuke bring N- that. Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura, all call right. him up from NXT, have yeah. Nakamura yeah. versus Styles at WrestleMania. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. T- t- take all of my money. Just... I'll, I'll take take my mortgage, take my student loans. I, I have to change my pants just thinking about that match. But... Can you imagine... not oh, Ka- pretty dope. Nakamura and Styles. Nakamura as, as Shane McMahon's representative... Versus AJ Styles on WrestleMania. Oh my! God. I wanted that to happen. Have that would have re- been the match of the year. Did they wrestle yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, Wrestle ten. Kingdom ten. That was mm. last year. Cool. Oh my gosh, that was a missed opportunity. Or like, or if they could, another another Styles match at WrestleMania that could have drawn money would have been AJ Styles versus the Undertaker, and you can kind of build that as the phenomenal one versus the, the phenom. phenom. Mm. Oh, that would have been licensed to print money right there, and Styles can actually be. The one to carry Undertaker's poor, dragged-out carcass into a decent five-star match. If
1: you do not stop dissing my boy,
2: <laughs> but that, but we're gonna, but that reminds me. That brings us to our next God, match: Lord. the Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Hmm. Roman, you Reigns.
1: already know what I'm
0: gonna say Roman Reigns is gonna win. Sorry, Colbert. You know I'm, I'm
2: gonna going say Taker. I'm gonna say Taker's gonna win because. I think I mean I would not put it past Vince McMahon to be so naive to make because if Roman Reigns wins, he's going to automatically be the biggest heel in the company, and I just want to see how hard Vince McMahon's going to shove Roman Reigns as the as a as the wannabe babyface down people's throats against against the the negative pushback from the fans. Um, I think Undertaker he should win, but with that being said. Undertaker really is starting to show his he is. age. He
1: is. He is. I will not. I. I do want Undertaker to retire. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. I'm just a loyal fan who's gonna stick by his boy no matter what. I'm sure Roman Reigns is gonna win,
0: and then The Undertaker's is gonna be like, "You're the best ever," and then like vanish in a puff of smoke or some shit. Oh my gosh! I mean, if if they, if they have Undertaker, you're really trying
1: to, to get me crying. Huh? If they have, Undertaker... <laughs> I want to see a grown man cry.
2: <laughs> I mean, to have Undertaker suffer through the indignity of passing the torch to Roman Reigns—that's <laughs> exactly Reigns, what he's
1: gonna
0: do.
2: Oh my gosh! And I, and, I, and here's the thing: I have nothing against Roman Reigns. I think he's a he's a very good athlete,
0: but. Make him a heel. Give him the Rock
1: treatment. The, the
0: Rock treatment. Yeah, we said it on this very yeah. show so, months and yes. months and years and yeah. decades ago. Mm-hmm. But
2: you know, oh my gosh, I just, I mean, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking bets right now, though, just how soon. How many minutes will it be before Undertaker's right hip gives out in the match? I say four minutes. Not what, happening. What do you say? Not happening. I say four minutes.
0: Not I happening. assume they're gonna be fairly careful with his ailments because he yeah. is. I don't know. Yeah,
2: because I I hear like physically like he's he's like basically they like they
1: say he's feeling good, but he says he's feeling good, but like like you don't look I'm good. Still, like yeah, basically, I still I'm I you know as a fan, mm-hmm. I want the guy to be good. I want him to. Enjoy his kids. He still has like a fairly young daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, he's Undertaker I mean, has a grandchild.
0: He does. Yeah.
1: So does Batista. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: So yeah, I I I, I want to hold out hope and say Taker's gonna pull the win. But if Roman Reigns wins, I would be disappointed yet not surprised.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but him. I'm still gonna for I'm gonna for Taker. Yeah. I'm telling you, so lifelong loyal fan.
2: Yeah. So um, he's gonna you know hopefully he'll do the uh, Death Valley Nursing Home proud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um next match we have an unsanctioned match between Seth Rollins versus Triple H.
1: Seth. Cool, Seth go, yeah, he's healed. Uh Seth Rollins made us friends, come oh to yeah? think about it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I listened to the, the the um the podcast the episode I was on before I yeah. became official. Yeah. I was like, we both had that common. We both mm. like Seth Rollins. Mm. I'm like, we're friends.
0: He's a cool dude. He's <laughs> the coolest guy I know. That's right. Uh, go Seth Rollins. I'm yeah. glad his knee is healed already. That was fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the King
1: Slayer. As is allegedly, he's, he's got, yeah. it's still quote mm-hmm. unquote injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's why KS8. it's a non-sanctioned match. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, that's that's that should be a very good match. A good blow off to their feud. Uh, then we have one of two main events on the card. We have Goldberg defending the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar.
0: I say Lesnar. I guess yeah.
1: <laughs> they they're gonna give it to him. Like you said he, earlier, he's embarrassed him long enough.
0: How yeah. how long until the hip gives out? How long does the match last? Oh man! I mean, I I think I think it, it's
1: gonna last. It's gonna be an actual match this time. Just that Lesnar's finally gonna get him. He's finally gonna get him.
2: Yeah, because you know you know Goldberg's fifty. Yeah, and plus, like, the unwritten rule of wrestling is that you can only have the upper hand for so long before the, uh, the winner gets the comeuppance, if yeah. you will. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think Lesnar and Goldberg, they're going to have an actual match, perhaps under 10 minutes, but maybe longer than five. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, they're going to avoid ha- having a repeat of their WrestleMania 20 bout because that oh, was God. horrendous on all levels. Oh, dear God. Oof. And, and that international crowd is going to shit on that match if it goes anywhere near the quality of WrestleMania 20.
0: Yeah, It'll be like 30 seconds, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they did go over like last year. That was mm-hmm. long. Like, yeah. We was here till like midnight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Although I'm just sure I'm
0: saying their match in general. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. We'll see. But yeah. I don't even know if Goldberg can wrestle a mm-hmm. match. I don't yeah. think so.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like the fact that the Universal Championship is being held hostage against two part-timers and if Lesnar gets the belt, which he most likely will, you know, that's that's going to be held hostage. So the question is like what's the top prize the main the raw main roster is going to fight for?
0: I'm sure he will win it, hold it hostage for a year and then Roman Reigns will save the day at WrestleMania 34. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks.
2: Yeah, they're going to have him do it or I don't know, or maybe they'll bring another part-timer to take the belt off. Of. <laughs> Uh, off Lesnar, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, you have the uh, main event, uh, Bray Wyatt, the defending WWE World
0: Champion against Randy Orton. Do we know which day, uh, which match is going to be the true main event, last match on the card?
1: Um, I'm guessing Lesnar and Goldberg.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing that too. Okay, but we'll say the World title because they're not part timers. Yeah. yeah, we'll finish with that one. Yeah, uh, I hope Bray wins. I'm glad he's finally getting his. Yeah,
1: time. I, w- I would like to see. I would like to see Bray happen. Randy's a had
0: his time in the sun. He's still young, but mm-hmm. he doesn't need to win. I mean, I know he's a good guy, but Bray needs, Bray needs to really establish himself. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. still not established in my estimation because he won the title with like a multi person match. This is a true one on one, yeah. mano a mano. You always fucking lose. Fucking win this time, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I, th- I say that if
2: Bray Wyatt w- wins, it'll be the rare example where the heel retains the world title at WrestleMania mm-hmm. in an event. Before it was um, The Miz versus Cena at WrestleMania 27, and before him it was Triple H at WrestleMania 16 in 2000.
0: Better known as WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I had that video game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that doesn't really happen very often. It's yeah. interesting.
2: I-, I do think that Orton... Ultimately, will take the belt in order to blow up, finally end their feud, their months-long feud. I do like the fact that the that their Wyatt storyline has had actual build-up and development. Yeah, I heard SmackDown's months. really yeah.
0: doing it well. The Ryan Ward, mm-hmm. who used to write for NXT, is the writer for SmackDown now. So yeah. That's why it's so layered and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but is he or is Randy or is Randy over as a face currently? Um, yeah, I he think can. he yeah. he can
1: get over it. No, oh, yeah, he <laughs>
0: has no problem because he's freaking him. But okay, yeah. yeah. Cool. But
2: yeah, I, I mean I hope that Bray Wyatt does retain because, you know, I think I think if they do keep the belt on Wyatt, then they can really build him to be a, a really strong and memorable champion as he yeah. should be.
0: Yeah, SmackDown needs that, I think. Oh yeah. And
2: cool. uh yeah, who knows? So you know, so that's so that's our predictions for WrestleMania 33. And if you uh, whatever your predictions are, please email the show at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com and uh, I think uh, we'll also be live tweeting WrestleMania 33 or at least I will be on the mm. Codex Prime Twitter.
0: Yeah. And we'll see how close these predictions were. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: question of the week. Yeah. Last week was which uh video game would you be trapped for in a month? Would you want to be trapped yes. in a month? Yeah. Um, I remember I said Uncharted, you played it safe and said Grand Theft Auto V. Yep. Harvest okay. Moon. Oh,
0: okay. I enjoy farming. I think like, <laughs> like that'd be a fun, relaxing time. Nice.
1: So we did get a few responses. It's me, Becky. Said Assassin's Creed. No surprise there. She was the Assassin's Creed pop cosplay from last year's Rhode Island Comic Con. Oh, nice. That's on our page. Yep. Um, SV Cabrera says Fate Extello. Hmm. Not familiar with that one. Yeah. And John Aponic, Final Fantasy Ten. Okay. I did see that. But hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Zanarkin Destruction Final Fantasy X? <laughs>
1: or, you know,
0: like, Spira
1: Final Fantasy X? He just said Final Fantasy X. Uh, I can't. Can can John Aponic, let please us Please start. clarify. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, in light of, for this week, in light of WrestleMania week, mm-hmm. what was your all-time favorite WrestleMania match?
2: Hmm. <laughs> Well, I think it'll be a bit of a predictable answer if I said Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. I
1: hate you. you. You always take my answers. I mean,
2: I, I, I want to pick a different one, though. So I'm going to go with... I mean, there's so many ones. But if I had to go with just one, I'm going to go with a TLC2 uh, at WrestleMania 17. The best WrestleMania ever with the Dudleys. That's one of my favorites, yeah. Yep. Dudleys versus the Hardys versus Edge and Christian. One of the 2001 Match of the Year candidates.
0: I like it. Yeah, it'd have to be Steve Austin and The Rock for WrestleMania 17 or even 15 because that's when I really started getting into wrestling. Like Mm -hmm. I did not watch WrestleMania 14 as a child. I was I did not I missed Shawn Michaels. I've said before his four year his hiatus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but that match was like the first thing, and I was like, "Shit, this is awesome." 17 was like a great end. Well, kind of like. The attitude error. That's kind of where it ended there. Yeah, it was um, pushing towards. Roots. Yeah, it was it's like down. unofficial, but when when he turned when Steve Austin turned heel, which punched me in the face, I was like, "What the fudge!" Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good. I learned um, somewhere
1: that Steve Austin actually was like second guessing, and he was got to stun Vince that night. Oh yeah, I he said he
0: said thinking back, mm-hmm. he should have done it. He said that on his podcast. He said, thinking back, he should have just like whispered in his ear, "I'm mm-hmm. gonna stun you now and then do it." But he he did not. Mm-hmm. But he 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 was cool because he was getting tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. He wanted to change, and that's what a performer should do. Yeah. Um, I would my favorite rest, if I want if I could alternate or change a little bit. to WrestleMania moment mm-hmm. would be Seth Rollins like him catching. Cash like I was like, "Holy shit!" I was, oh, I cheered. Mm. That was good stuff. I really like mm. that. But match um, and because I stopped watching wrestling for so long. I've watched a lot of stuff like backlog, mm-hmm. um, but actually, you know what? Fuck it, Rock and Hogan. That's my favorite WrestleMania 18. Mm, just for the, just for the crowd. Yeah, that was a good match, and I did watch yeah. that live too. So that was yeah. That I'll say that one. Yeah. Because my bro, my older brother is yeah, a huge Hulk Hogan fan, and I was a huge Rock fan. It was it was like the last family. It was last like the last. It was really the last WrestleMania I think our, our whole family watched. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was yeah. That was pretty big. Mm. That was pretty big. Nice. <laughs> How about you?
1: Taker and Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. Of course. Do you think it was better yeah. than 26? Yeah. I would say I would say that was Slightly better, though. Mm-hmm. Slightly better. You yeah. can dig it. But if I did have to choose another one, I would say Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21.
2: Yes, I was thinking about that. Hmm. I was not there for that one. That was an excellent match.
0: Yeah, because I think 18 was the last one we watched. I don't think I watched 19. Because hmm. I was Steve Austin and The Rock again, right? Yep,
1: yeah, for the third and final time. Yeah, and I, then, I did not watch that one. Brock Lesnar under, under rotating his shooting star. Oh yeah, oh, no man.
0: yeah, I missed I missed Lesnar, I missed Young Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. I stopped watching at eighteen, started watching again at twenty seven.
1: Hmm. Oh yeah, you missed it. Actually, I guess I watched.
0: Now watch twenty seven. That's when the Rock hosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I miss a lot. I missed and I, I missed I missed uh, Shawn Michaels' initial foray, and then I missed his second return too, which yep. is weird. <laughs> uh, now I'm missing. I don't think I'm really missing that much right now, boys. <laughs> yeah, fucking a. <laughs> But, um, yeah, get the, we'll get that out on the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can answer. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, podcast at gmail.com.
1: Oh, and then Ferman did. He did tweet, and he said. Um, what was it? Oh, he would be a human in World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could see yeah,
0: Azeroth. 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 Yeah. Azeroth. The World of Warcraft. Yeah. Seems like a pretty chill place. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> before the cataclysm, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Let us know the rest. Uh, what you'd like to do? We'd uh, love to hear it. Codex Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're everywhere. Catch um, it live show Friday.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. Codex Prime live mix show. We'll get check some, us out five o'clock. Come, some more stuff coming mm-hmm.
0: up on the Twitter. Uh, this we'll get this up on the uh, the YouTube as well, so we we'll get more content coming on there. Me and the Twitch. Yeah, Twitch, transition to YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a five-star review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Helps us get up the charts. We'll talk to you all later.
1: Later, nerds. Later. Peace out. (laughs)